I'm Laura Max Rose, mother of two, and you're listening to Look Ma No Hands, my candid dispatches from the front lines of motherhood. I ask the real, tough, honest questions on motherhood-related topics that we're all wanting to know more about, in hopes it will make everyone's journey fulfilling, easier, and more joyful. If you're not a mom, welcome. I want you to know how happy I am that you're listening and that these topics can be applied to any season of life. I'm grateful you're along for the ride. Welcome back to Look Ma No Hands. I am your host, Laura Max Rose, and excuse my voice today. Yesterday was Super Tuesday, and many of you know my husband, Ben, ran for Harris County Attorney. He fell short in votes, but I am so proud of him, and it has been such a year running for this position and just fighting our hearts out, and it was such an uphill battle. Um, Needless to say, I was out in the street last night, (laughs) just screaming and getting out the vote for Ben, and here I am, but it's lucky for you that I'm going to let my guest today, Megan Burkle of Willow Crowns, it's her second time on my show. I'm going to let her do most of the talking. Welcome to the show, Megan. Thank you so much for having me back. Well, I asked you to come back today because, first of all, the episode that we did last time practically went viral with you talking about some of your home organization. We, we you own a you own Willow Crowns, which is a bow and hair accessories company, which I mean I'm totally in love with, like so many other people. But I think the reason why people end up following you so in so what I want to use the word intensely, but so closely on Instagram is for everything else. You have Willow Crowns at home, as you like to call it. You offer these amazing tips for home organization and beauty products. And it's not like the typical influencer where stuff seems kind of like out of reach to a degree or not even necessarily real. It's stuff that all of us can really incorporate into our lives that actually helps us live our lives more easily. Um, I think of little things that you said to me in our last interview all the time. You said like, if something is in front of me, if there's a messy drawer, I just clean it out. I don't wait. Right. And it's such a metaphor for life. Like when I run into a speed bump or something that's blocking me, deal with it. Stop putting it away. Stop waiting. So anyway, I'm going to have you, we're going to talk more about all of those things today. And I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I love I love to get the chance to share that stuff too and not have it always be all bows all the time. I can tell that you're really passionate about it. Like I could really see you starting, I don't know. What did you ever see yourself maybe doing something around it more than just sharing about what you do in your own home? I don't know. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't consider myself a guru. I I feel like I I would. I feel like you are. I don't, (laughs) I I think I would have to, to, I I don't know. I, I just love my life and I love to live my life and I like to make it as good as it can be. And all of the things I do are just geared towards making it good. That's such a beautiful thing to say. It's true. I mean, I, we, I have a wonderful life and like everybody, there are aspects of it that are out of my control or less than perfect, but I really just want to live a life I love and everything I do is just kind of always goes back to that. It could be like, look at these amazing new trash bags I found. They make taking the trash out easier. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's it exciting. Does, it's not necessarily glamorous or particularly interesting, but it, it, these are things that just enhance my life, make my life better. And I, I love my life. Well, that's kind of what I sense from you when you do share these things is it's stuff like trash bags or like things that aren't even that expensive or crazy, but things that really do make your life better. And like, that's what I love about, and where do you, that attitude of like, I love my life. Is that something that you've cultivated or have you always felt that way? My husband has a huge role in that. Um, he always would joke with me when I would complain, he'd be like, what if you had a real problem? And I used to like get frustrated with him. Like, don't diminish 
my frustrations, but I realize that when I have real frustrations, he is my number one supporter. He just has wonderful perspective on what are the things that are really worth worrying about? And then he started saying to my girls, who's got it better than us? And they automatically go, nobody. And he just has this attitude like life is good. Yeah. You know, he has a hard day at the office, but he's like, you know what? I have a job and it supports us and I've got options if I need to do something else. And he just keeps this positivity. He, he does. He's not a complainer. And after 15 years. That has started it's to off rub on off on me. And I and I do. I think to myself, I'm like, who's got it better than us? Nobody. And that's a feeling. And as you continue to say that out loud, I think it manifests it more good stuff. It manifests. And I, yeah. I've watched him. You know, when we started dating in high school, mm-hmm. he was wow. kind of an underachiever. He was like class clown. And as I we grew up together and changed together through college, and then he ended up going to graduate school and, you know, building this amazing career, I watched him manifest what he wanted. He decided with a year left in college, this isn't what I want to do. And he completely changed paths and, and made it work. Yeah. And he just said, this is what I want to do. So put one foot in front of the other. And he did. And that has been... I guess it just rubs off on you. And that's, that's kind of the vibe in our house. Like things are good. Things are good. I love that. I got a lot of texts this morning, checking in on me. People thought I was really going to be like under the covers after last night's defeat. And I like was I don't know. I felt like so grateful. Actually, I was like, we're okay. You know, we tried really, really hard to do something and it didn't work out. But like, I was very acutely aware, like I woke up in my bed in my bedroom in this beautiful home this morning and I have two children who are healthy and happy and safe. And like all of the really important things are covered. They're covered. And like, I, I don't know if it's growing older that makes me more aware of that or just having more life experiences, but it is something that I cultivate. You have to. And I, I think too, you, you start to realize that the lows are part of life. And instead I used to fight off negative feelings. Like I didn't want to watch something that would make me feel sad Mm. or upset. And I still do have kind of an inherent tendency to veer around those things. But I have realized the more I get older, like those experiences are okay to have. They're good to have. They enrich the human experience. Yeah. And they make us appreciate the good things. And so we have to just ride the ride and overall have this kind of overarching feeling of things are good. Things are good. And then that manifests. I love that. And so you have like, I feel like you take such good care of your life. (laughs) I think that's what the organization speaks to to me. I'm like, wow, she just like takes good care of her stuff. But it means it's more than just stuff. It's like kind of taking care of your life in a way. It is. Yeah. I try to take good care of me mentally. Yeah. You know, obviously as a mother, we're all trying to take good care of our kids and our homes and yeah. Well, you are. So our last episode was entitled protecting your emotional bandwidth. And you talked about waking up, like organizing your schedule, really waking up early before your kids so that you can, you know, get yourself ready and be ready to take on the day. Um, and then one of the next things that you do kind of after the kids are ready, which you talk about a lot on Instagram is you do their hair, which makes sense with your company. Their, uh, breakfast, 
table hair their salon. breakfast table hair salon <laughs> so they have like this game that they play and then you do their hair mm-hmm. and you've been sharing videos about how to do their and like it's made me think like that time with my daughter in the morning doing her hair that's like our special time together yes now. it always has been but like now I actually know how to do it from watching your videos <laughs> well I'm hopeful that's something I'm trying to do more of actually on Monday we're filming like properly filming yeah some hair tutorials amazing and, and things I can't like wait that. to watch I love that. to play with hair actually I seriously had no idea how to do hair until I like I started watching your video I started like screen recording your Instagram stories and I learned how to do hair like from these Instagram stories well that's good that bodes well for our yeah our future like seriously plans. I get compliments now like who did your daughter's hair and I'm like I did yeah like, I did that but I, I learned that all just goes into like taking care of your life right like and I'm not saying my kids don't ever look like bedraggled messes they, yeah they for oh my god sure do so do mine but absolutely we, we try not to start our day that way yeah and I really so strongly believe in the power of how your morning goes setting the tone for your day yeah and so everything about our morning you know it's pretty organized I mean my girls are crazy early risers so we have tons of time Okay, so what does do that mean? Like, how early do they wake up? 5.45, 6 Ooh. o'clock. I mean, I'm up at 5 so that I have hopefully an hour before them. Oh, my gosh. So we've got plenty of time to yeah. do hair or make breakfast or do those things. But, you know, we really try to keep that morning smooth and productive and get them out the door. Happy and ready happy to go. Happy and ready to go. Hair done. You know, hopefully we've not argued about outfits that day. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. So you actually have a really great way for dealing with that. This is, you know, one of the things that I organize around, um, is trying to, my daughter and I, my oldest daughter, who's seven, we lay out all her outfits on Sundays and we put tags on them that say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And that way, if she's looking for a particular shirt and it's dirty, we have time to wash it. Or if she's got a field day and there's a specific outfit she's supposed to wear for that, or like last week was decade week. Oh and my every God. day of the week was a different decade and we're trying to plan out an 80s look and all this stuff. It gives us a chance to do it in advance and she has her input and we can look at the weather and just know. And it just the first little bit of kindergarten last year, we bickered constantly about what she was going to wear. So you realized, OK, I need to find and a way like, to this plan this in advance. This is not working. Yeah. And that honestly, I think, is the best way to start organizing is yeah. to look at your life and think, OK, what? creates disruption what makes my life harder I love that. and then organize that because I think people feel like they have to go tackle that pantry yeah and make it this Instagram worthy pantry is your pantry actually the thing that's but is causing that you what disruption? actually makes your life easier I mean don't get me wrong I love an organized pantry nothing makes yeah. me happier than a beautiful pantry with all it the labels it feels great but it doesn't actually simplify my life or make my time run more smoothly. Right. But having clothes laid out, that helps a lot. And you're, for yourself too. I mean, I find if I wake up, if my kids wake me up in the morning, which I will admit happens more often for me probably than it does for you. <laughs> if I wake up and I don't have an outfit picked out um, and I'm just grabbing something, I like don't feel good that day. I feel kind of discombobulated. I think about that a lot. I think about like there are... Not a lot of days where I'm just kicking around in sweats. Of course, someone approached me in Target yesterday and I had just come from the gym and they were probably looking at me like, this woman is such a farce. Like here she is in yoga pants, just like the rest of us. But in general, that's not like, I don't feel good in the day. 
if that's, I like to have, I like to be dressed and have I like, like to an be ready. Yeah. I yeah. Le- and I get so much more done. I have been so inspired by that too. Just watching you do get more done and just watching you that you are kind of ready for the day and you're, you have your own business and then you work from home and you have two kids. Your life reminds me a lot of my own, but I have learned so much from you and that just because I'm at home doesn't mean that I'm not supposed to get ready too. And like that makes such a big difference in my day. It may, I, I think there is nothing that makes a bigger difference in my day, how my day goes than that one hour. Yeah, I spend alone because it, whether it's, you know, getting to reflect or do yoga or to have coffee alone, get dressed, put mascara on those things make the rest of my day run smoothly. Do you go to bed earlier than most people? Probably nine. Okay. So that's where I'm missing a little and that chunk. is, is hard sometimes. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to finish this book. Or like, I I've been watching this Netflix show and I'm like, I really want to finish it. I've only got one episode left, but I just know that stuff's still going to be there. It'll be there for you. And I, I need my days to run as smoothly as possible. Okay. Okay, So let's talk about the morning. So Megan wakes up. Megan wakes up at five. Okay. What's step one? (laughs) Um, Coffee. 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 I have a, we have this big chair in our living room and I get my coffee and I go sit there. Oh my God. That sounds divine. And it is, it is the best part, not the best part of my day. It is one of the By best yourself. parts of my day. There's nobody like asking nobody you for anything. needs anything and yeah. it's just my time. Yeah. And I look forward to that so much. And so I do that. And then depending on how I'm feeling, I'll do some yoga. Very so you sit in minimal. your chair. Wait, wait, wait. You sit in your chair and it's just quiet. You're it's drinking just quiet. coffee. There's no activities. No, just I might check sitting. email Maybe okay. I'll read if I have a book going, but okay. like it's, it's your time it's stationary. Okay. Um, and then I'll do a little yoga if I feel like it. Um, if I'm going to go to the gym later, maybe I'll skip it. Um, and then I go hop in the shower, rinse off hair, makeup. I have it pretty streamlined to like a 10 or 12 minute thing that you do thing that I do. Makeup. And yeah. then I get dressed and then I do what I call wake the house up. So I'm dressed, I'm ready. And then I go out and then I turn on the lights in the house. I'll light a candle. I'll get the puppy out and let him out. And then my kids are starting to rise. And so we're all waking the house up together, but I'm ready for them. You're ready. Where, where, what inspired you? Okay. So you've inspired me a lot around a lot of this, but who inspired you? Did you come up with all this yourself? No, my mom was always a really early riser. Okay. She and still you learned is. from watching her, like, this is a good way to do things. And she's always been a huge advocate for you have to take care of yourself so you can take care of your kids. And I, mm-hmm. I think I just watched her do that. And then after my second daughter was born, I was getting up to feed her at five and yeah. putting her back to bed. And then one day I was like, wait, my mom would be up by now. Mom, yeah. My mom, like across the country is up right now, even though she still has no kids at home. She always was up early. She's still up early. I'm like, why am I going back to sleep? I could be alone right now in the house. And so I just started staying up. I love it. So that really inspired you. Yeah. So we'll go back to the hair and the makeup. So this is something you share about a lot on Instagram. I've gotten so many. I I never put that much of an emphasis on skincare. I got to tell you, I was like that Neutrogena wipe gal. And um, well, now you're in your 30s. Now I'm in my 30s. <laughs> and let me just tell you, everything has changed. Mm-hmm. I have wrinkles now. I know. The sun damage that I acquired in my 20s has affected me. It's I, terrible. It was, my mom was right. I should have put sunscreen on. It's <laughs> terrible. Things are real. Things crinkle and then they don't uncrinkle. No, it's not the it's same. It's not a joke. It's really not the same. And people told me it wouldn't be. And I was like, eh, 
And now I'm like, oh, wait, it really is. It really is. We had like the hubris of youth. Like we didn't think it would ever happen to us. Oh my God. You turn 30 and it really starts to matter what you put on your skin. So you love sharing products and things that you use. And what I love about what you share is like not some of it is expensive, but some of it really isn't. And it's so accessible and you love it. I just like what I like. You like what you like. So tell me. Okay. So tell me your favorites right now. For skincare? For skincare. Um, So this is a pricier one, but I love the Estee Lauder Advanced Night Repair. I saw that the other day at Ulta. And it's like a cult favorite. And for a a reason reason for that. Um, So I really do love that. Another thing, though, I think I didn't realize in my youth how much the Neutrogena wipes were not getting makeup off my face. They don't get anything. So um, micellar water. Really? That gets the makeup off your face? Oh, my gosh. So I wash my face and then I go over my face again. With like a cotton pad with the water? Okay. And you would be amazed at what still comes off. Wow. So like really getting my skin clean because yeah. little hands have touched my face all day. All day. There's all this and, stuff. Yeah. Um. So I love that. And that is super low price point. Yeah. I love that. It's um, easy. What about those facial? So I use like a facial brush, but I'm starting to read that like they're really not that good for your I've face. I've never really used one. Yeah. I just use my hands. You just use your hands. I just okay. make sure I really wash them. First. Okay. Again, and that's the other thing is I've gotten so kind of fixated on hand washing and not from like a germaphobe point of view, but more like I'm going to be touching my face and I know what these hands have been doing all day. Yeah, so like, I am really crazy. But like I wash my hands before I wash my face. I wash my hands before I put my makeup on my face. Okay. Interesting. Cause I'm like, I can't transfer the, the I would yucky never stuff have to my that. face. Oh my gosh. My friends joke that I'm like the opposite of a germaphobe. Like I couldn't be anymore. I'm not worried about a lot of the germy things. Like my kids probably like eat God knows what off the floor of the backyard. Yeah. Like, I don't worry about that stuff. I'm just like, it can't touch my skin. Yes. It's your <laughs> precious skin. It really does like becomes precious. Yes. So, okay. So you use, you use the micellar water, it cleans mm-hmm. it off. You also like shared this stem cell Oh, that's mask. my, okay. I'm so getting that because of what you said about and it. You should. It's probably like, I'll change my skincare around as the needs of my skin change. I will probably never change this. It's the Peter Thomas Roth rose stem cell mask it's a okay. pink like jelly I can feel people going on Amazon right looking now. mask and I put like a thick layer on every night okay every and night it after is it's so, the last step yes and it's so hydrating and it like plumps up those fine lines um I'm obsessed with it okay like when I go home to visit my family in Maine during the winter and like my hands and feet are so dry my face is totally fine Really? Because it is so <laughs> moisturizing. Amazing. Okay. So that is totally my... Totally getting that. I recommend everybody try it. Okay. And I'm staring at Megan right now. You can't see her. But her makeup is beautiful, but it's very like clean and simple. It's not like there's nothing crazy. So it's a very approachable... You can't do anything crazy in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's a very approachable, like her skin looks clean, but she doesn't... I think some of us think about like putting makeup on and it's like this whole... We see like these bloggers with like a 1200 step... Like no. there's a 900 product I products. Can't. Okay. So favorite, favorite beauty products. Um, cannot live without mascara. And okay. I am a huge drugstore mascara lover because I blow through mascara. Yeah. You use a lot of it. I use a lot of mascara. And it's all kind of, the, it's pretty much It's the mascara. Same. Yeah. Um, so I love L'Oreal is probably my favorite drugstore brand. Um, I used their voluminous million lashes for Ever. I've yeah. recently switched. Okay. I like the Maybelline. I think it's called Plush something. It's like that big one that's like Yes. It's like in a big aqua tube or something like that. Okay. So I love that. Um, I think 
I try to go pretty light on foundation. I don't like a lot of, like I'm in my thirties now. I'm like, I just want perfect skin. I don't want to have to cover it up. Yeah. So I don't do a lot with like foundation stuff. I love the beauty counter do skin tinted moisturizer. Okay. Awesome. Love it. And if I need a little more coverage, the it cosmetics CC cream is awesome. That's okay. I'm taking notes. It's fantastic. I'm going back and listening to all this and I'm <laughs> writing it all down because I've been, I've been noticing like I use Dior air flash. I've been using it since I was 18, but it's a very full coverage foundation and season like depending on the season, like it, it's a lot of makeup. And I find that I'm not really wanting to wear. And we live in Texas where we're going to sweat it all sweaty and off. Like, yeah. I kind of just want to feel like clean. I, that's how I feel. Yeah. And especially as we are getting into spring and summer and super hot temps here and yeah. swimming and splash pads and all this stuff with kids. Right. I cannot have like a streaky there's like face situation. Exactly. Going on. Um, I love any of the Becca products. Okay. I've seen you share about that. I've never used any their of them. Their highlighters are awesome. Awesome. I absolutely love their products. They have great lipsticks. Um, lip stuff though. I found out about this from another Houston girl, um, Kathleen Jennings beauty, probably a ton of people follow her. She has talked about these Neutrogena lip glosses and I am converted. I have Neutrogena lip gloss. Yes. Okay. They have hyaluronic acid in them. Oh my God. My favorite. And I have like every color. Okay. So I'm, I'm totally going to Walgreens those. after this. Yes, you should. They might be sold list. out because she sells them really? out. Really? Yes. You're kidding. That's so funny. So that I love. Um, but just like simple makeup. I just want to like cover the imperfections, throw some mascara on a well, lip so I'm gloss asking, and I've, go. I've never asked a guest to like go through actual products that they're using before, but there's two reasons why I'm asking you. One is I love knowing because I want them. But the second is like, it's not that complicated. No. So like I'm asking you like, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? And you're like, well, I like put my makeup on every day. And I think sometimes we think about like this super involved process no, no. of like a 21 year old, like getting ready for <laughs> no. like a dance, but it's not. No. Yeah. It's easy. I think as I've gotten older too, I've really embraced like, this is what I've got to work with. Yeah. And so like I used to have super, super duper long hair. I remember, and I remember I would curl it and I would spend all this time. And now I'm just like, okay, I want an amazing haircut. Yeah, you I want a haircut, haircut that styles itself. Yeah. And so I think I've got, as I've gotten older, I've taken the time to like find an amazing hairstylist, work with her to be like, this is the cut I want. I want a cut that's low maintenance. I want color that's low maintenance. And that makes my mornings simpler. Yeah. It's easier. I don't have this elaborate, I, I'm, I'm not working with all this stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's just easier. You can blow, blow dry and go. You have that hair dryer, that Revlon hairbrush yes, dryer. The hairbrush dryer. Are we still into that? I do like it. It gets really hot. Okay. That's say, why and, I bought it and returned it. And actually. people say that. And I, so yeah. I'll have to toggle the heat down occasionally, but I only blow dry my hair once or twice a week. And then you use your Batiste dry shampoo. Love like my, my, my stocking is on point right now. Yes. Cause yes. I bought it when I it's saw that super you used good. it. And it's again, it's like, if you're going to use a lot of something like yeah. dry shampoo, it's cheap. And it's like eight bucks. And it like actually makes my hair like more voluminous when I yes. use it. Yeah. I so, love it. Okay. I love it. I love it. And let's talk about where you put all this stuff because I always see like your counter. So my counter is like covered in like products, but then I see yours and like there's this carousel thing. So I think that is, so people always say like, where's a good place to start? Yeah. Start with your makeup, start with your bathroom counter. Yeah. Because when it is cluttered like that, I feel like it's stressful. It is. Or it's it's hard like to one find of the most things. stressful places in my house is my bathroom. There's and so much stuff. You in accumulate it. stuff that's either expired or you're not using anymore or whatever. Yeah. So I love acrylic storage because you can see it. Yeah. So I get on Amazon 
It's all linked in like my Amazon favorites. I always share the links. Swipe up to my Amazon favorites. I have bought so many things off of your Amazon um, page. But it's just a, a an acrylic carousel. Okay. Where you and can adjust it. the shelves on it. And you can, you know, all your stuff is like out. So it's not under, I always notice things are very accessible for you too. So it's not like in a drawer, like underneath, you're not like bending down to get it. It's still right there. Yeah. It's accessible, but it it's in a nice little, Unfortunately, it's, it's probably too accessible. My toddler loves to go in there yeah. and I have found her like squeezing entire tubes of face wash into the tub. <laughs> um, but no, it is, it are is accessible. Like, oh my I'm like, are you kidding me? What are you doing? So she's on high alert. But that's so funny. Yeah, it's all accessible. It's all easy to see. And that way, if something's running low, I know it. If something if I'm not really using it, I'll look at it and be like, I haven't used this in months. It has to go. Yeah, you're not. You're... I try just not to keep a lot of stuff I don't need or not. I'm not using. I don't like to keep junk either. Like I get rid of every everybody's like preparing for the apocalypse right now with the coronavirus. And I'm like the worst personality type for this because I don't keep extra thing. Like I have what I need in my house. I am the opposite of a hoarder. I throw everything away. And so everybody went out and stocked up on all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm buying it. Well, everyone's getting bottled water. And I'm like, I mean, I have water in the tap. Right. I'm um, like, are they going to shut off my tap water? But if I, I run Brita? out of coffee, there will be yeah. hell to pay. Like I, I, if there's something I'm stocking up on, it's, it's coffee. coffee. <laughs> I love it. And I saw your, you got the Ninja coffee pot yes. recently. I and like it. You're, you're liking it. Okay. I, my husband loves it because now I can make like a whole carafe and it sits and stays warm. That's amazing. And it's easy to use. And so when he wakes up after me, not a five. His coffee's his, ready for he him. He comes out and he pours his coffee and he's loving life. So he like... Is he as organized as you? No. No. Okay. I laughed because you sent me an email and you were like, here are some things to think about for when we talk. And one of the questions was, are your kids, is your husband as organized as you? And I like snort laughed. (laughs) It was super funny to me because no. No, they're not. But their lives don't necessitate that they be organized. Right. They don't have the same type of, you have the two girls, like you're their mom. You have this company, you're working from home. Like it's just a different structure. If I, I totally want to get do that. all the things I want to do, I have to be organized. You know, we yeah. talked about this last time about what a luxury it can be to work outside the home. Yeah. My husband has that luxury. He leaves. He leaves. Yeah. And, you know, he has a secretary who's like, here's what you're doing today. And da, 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 da. Like he doesn't have to do all that. Do but all you- that. But in my girls, they've got me. Uh-huh. Well, I actually had this exchange with my seven-year-old this morning. I said, hey, um, did you miss library day yesterday? Because I saw her library books were sitting on the counter. She's like, yeah, you didn't put them in my backpack. And I was like, well, it's not my job to put them in yeah, your backpack. You have to put them in your and backpack. And she looked at me like, what? Mind blown. And so she's, she's not getting any library books this week. And so she went over to her little calendar and she wrote an L on every Tuesday for library that is honestly how we teach it's like the natural consequences so now maybe she will be more organized around her library books but until this point her life has not required her to be organized right so why would she be exactly and she also just my husband is a very casual personality and she is basically his clone yeah so she is a very she's very she's also super creative so she creates like everything and And it's an explosion of stuff (laughs) Wherever she's created, in her bedroom, on the floor of my pantry, 
you know, she, she just is so creative. She doesn't see the mask. She just sees creation. She just, well, I bet that's such a beautiful trait to have. It is. And I bet it's like sometimes in the house you're like, oh my God, please like contain your mess. But then at the same time, the traits about your husband that are creative and messy. <laughs> They've manifested they work, in my children. They've manifested in your children and they complement yours. Like but we're it, not all supposed to be the same. But we're trying to, I really, and this is, you know, kind of my, I'm a work in progress. I try to frame it as she's being creative. She's creating. She's not trying to make more work for me. She's not trying to make a mess. No. She's seven. She's going to need to be reminded, please pick your clothes up off the floor and put them in the hamper. Yeah. My husband also needs that reminder. Yes. He's not creating. We can all, we (laughs) can relate. But she is. And I think too, you know, we talked about kind of like the vibe in our house. I'm I really try to keep it positive. Like, oh my gosh, look at this amazing artwork you made. Now, could you please clean it up? Yeah. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, what have you done? Just like. There are, there, she will make confetti and it's It's so beautiful. Could you also clean it up? But to acknowledge that this is something she spent a lot of time making. Yeah. And worked really hard on. Yeah. It's important to her. I really love that. I also am reminded of something my recent guest, um, the parenting coach, Randy Rubenstein shared with me. She, she, we were at some, one of my followers asked me to ask her in that interview, what do you do when you have a different parenting style than your spouse? And she said, you know, you do you, there was no mention of like, turn your spouse into you or try to correct him <laughs> no. obsessively. And I have found like in every area of life where we are different, where I start to think like, oh gosh, I want to do things this way. You want to do things that way. If I just do me, it's like the best way I can get things done. Like stay in my lane. Sometimes I'm a great influence. Sometimes nobody cares. And sometimes trying to change who you are adds that extra layer of stress that parenting does not need. No, it doesn't. And I often find, so my husband and my daughter, as I said, they're very similar. They have a deep connection and understanding of each other. They have a really special relationship. And she and I are going to, like our teen years could be very contentious. Like they we, might be challenging. We are not, we, she and I approach things very differently. And so I do try to do what feels authentic to me, but there are a lot of times too, where I got to tap out. Yeah. And I'll call him, <laughs> um, not call him at work, but like if he's at home, I'll just remove myself and I'll go find him and say, listen, I, I'm out. I got to I got to go. I know I'm not being productive. I know that I can't do what I need to do right now. I, I got to go. Sometimes that's the best thing to do is just to know where we're, where we have you shortcomings. You have to know your limits. Yeah. You know? That's part of being organized, actually. It's why I stopped making bows. Yeah. It's you, not a skill you have for other me. people. So if you didn't hear the last episode, <laughs> Megan has her team make the boat, make the bows for willow crowns now. Because I'm not good at it. And that's given you a lot of extra time to focus on like taking care of your family and all the various ways that you do that. Yes. So I, I like that because I was asking, I was like, how do you not have a staff like cleaning your house? It's like immaculate. I know this from like the videos that I see. And you're like, well, I do have a staff like running my business. I've had to release control of yeah. those kinds of things and really acknowledge that there are people out there who are so talented. I want to do everything, but I, I can't. And mm-hmm. there are people who are so good at what they do. And I have learned to trust my team. We have an amazing team. You know, I don't need to take the photos. I have an incredibly talented photographer. Is it hard to let go? Was it hard initially to kind of let go of control around that? Initially, yes. And then I found like the more autonomy, like if you find the right people, the more autonomy you give people, I mean, incredible things happen. It's, I mean, new products we come up with, sometimes they're my design. Sometimes they're not. Yeah. Sometimes one of the girls is like, hey, I was just playing around and what do you think of this? 
And that's, and I'm like, I love it. Full steam ahead. Let's do it. Like, yeah. Well, I can see that in the boat, like in the bow designs, like how much things have evolved and grown like so quickly. And there's always so many new ideas and it's Mm -hmm. exciting and fresh. And I think that, and my, I hope anyway, that the girls that work for us, girls, they're women, the women that work for us, that allows them to feel invested. Yeah. I, I want them to feel like I hear and appreciate their voices and when, and it makes this much more collaborative effort. And when everybody's throwing their ideas in, you get so many more good ideas. It's so true. It's so true. So I always, I always look at your, um, Instagram and I get so many ideas from it on how to keep my house organized. And I'm like, what, who is she? Like what, who is she watching? Where is she getting this information from? It's just who I am. Yeah, it is. You know, I, like I said, I just want my life to run as smoothly as possible. And a while back, I actually did this thing where I opened a note on my phone. Uh huh. And I spent like a week just writing down the things that disrupted my day or the things that I couldn't find that I wanted to find or things that bothered me or created stress in my life. And after a week, I looked back and I was like, wow, there are things that are happening all the time that are the same. Maybe can't find shoes, sneakers, my daughter's sneakers, can't find them every day. We can't find them. Or every single day, I feel like I'm behind on laundry. Mm-hmm. Or every single day, I can't find my wallet at the Starbucks drive-thru or whatever. And those were the things that I started tackling. You know, earlier I was like, don't start with your pantry. Yeah. It doesn't, that doesn't make or break your day. But I really like took the time. I reached a point after my second daughter was born where things felt chaotic. I had a new baby. My business was growing and I didn't feel like I was doing a great job keeping up with it. And I was like, I, I have got to figure out how to make this work because I love this. I want to keep doing all these things. I don't want to have to give something up. Right. And so I really just looked through like, what are the things that on a consistent basis create disruption in my life? And that's where I will focus my effort. That is, I mean, I'm just quiet because I'm taking that in. That is amazing. I'm going to go do that it's today. It's so simple. It doesn't yeah. sound, it's not earth shattering. It's no, but not... it, it is. But to think of it that way, like what are the things that are really holding me up? And so speaking of your car, because you were talking about sitting in the Starbucks drive through line looking for your wallet, your car is also pretty immaculate. immaculate. And you have this bag. I have a bag. Talk to me about the bag. The car, so yeah. I have a car bag. Um, I have a really cute one these days. I have a new one, but I've always had like a, a container yeah. that I keep in the car. I, I just, the clutter, the clutter kills me. And Do you have a car trash bag? Cause I find that I need It all that. goes in the bag. It just all goes in and the bag. And it all comes okay. in the house and gets sorted. So there's one bag there's and then there's nothing else bag. in the car besides the car There's seat. like a little box of books Okay. for the girls in the back seat. But like yeah. when, so we got home from horseback riding lessons last night. I was like boots out of the car, helmet out of the car, all the snacks that the three-year-old had been eating while waiting during the lesson out of the, out of the car. car. Yeah. You know, because my kids do eat in the car. Yeah. We live in Houston. We're in the car all the time. Yeah. It's so true. Like we have to have <laughs> snacks in the car. Our kids are going to go car. hours about eating. They have books and they have coloring stuff in the car from time to time. Like I just, I don't let it accumulate. Yeah. It's like we we're talking about like, if you see something in front of you, just fix just it. Fix it. So when I get out of the car every time it gets emptied. Okay. I don't let stuff accumulate. Cause I, I feel people- like physical clutter equals mental clutter for me. Yeah, absolutely. I also think a lot of, I know my, cause my car is absolutely disastrous. And I think a lot of the time I'm like, I don't have time to deal with this right now. Uh I don't have time to like stand here and get my bag out of the car and get all this stuff. I'll just come back later and I'll get the kids stuff out of the car. And then it starts accumulating. We never go back later. We never go back. You seem to have figured that out. Like I just need to do it now. 
I do. I just, I have to do it now. And sometimes that can not be an awesome quality. Like sometimes there are little things in front of me that could easily wait till later. Right. And my husband's like, do we have to do this now? I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah, I have to get it done. (laughs) And so I'm trying to, you know, again, like part of my own personal growth, I'm trying to identify the things that maybe don't absolutely have to happen right this second. Right. In general, the things that feel like big hurdles to us, like cleaning out a cart, they really don't. Like if you were to time yourself. Yeah. Like I loved one of the episodes you did with Natalie Weekly. Oh, yeah. I love, I love that. that my, one of my biggest takeaways listening to her episode was she said, I do do my hair every day. I timed it. It takes 12 minutes. That is probably the piece of advice that the most people get back to me about and say that that like changed their whole life. It, but it's, isn't it so true? Yeah. Like we've, it's 12 minutes. We think that it takes it forever to get ready in the morning so we don't big. do it. Yeah. It feels like a lot. Yeah. But it's just 12 minutes. My mother-in-law says that too. She hates to empty the dishwasher. Yeah. She's like, so I time myself. Yep. Because it really doesn't take It doesn't that really take long. that long. It doesn't really take that long. So I want to talk to you about shopping because I think (laughs) I have a lot to say about this. I think so many things around the way we accumulate have changed dramatically because of Instagram and because of the ads that we see. So we could be talking about something on our, you know, off of the phone. We could be talking on our phone. You and I will see like ads for car organizers on Instagram later today. When we get off of, when we get off of this interview, exactly. And then it's exactly what you need and it's right in front of you and you just, you buy it. And then, um, I think we're accumulating at a rate that we've never accumulated before. We don't really know how to, I feel like deal with the uh, barrage of, of product that is coming our way. And we're all, I think, trying to find ways to deal with that, to be more mindful about what we accumulate because so much of having a clean home and a clean space is watching what you bring into your house. Right. Um, What are some of the ways that you're able to do that? So specifically to my girls, I actually don't follow this rule for myself, but I'm the mom. I get to make the rules. Yeah. They each have, I want to say it's 25 hangers. Okay. That's it. They have 25 hangers in their closet each. And I'm not going to buy more. Okay. So that's how many pieces they get to have. And, you know, their drawers out. have, you know, pajamas yeah. and underwear and things like that in them. But pretty much everything else gets hung because they're growing fast. Right. They don't need, like, I'm not, my size hasn't changed. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, we're all, I, we're, I can accumulate all the clothes I want. Yeah. I'm the mom. But yeah. their size is constantly changing. They don't need that much stuff because they're going to outgrow it pretty soon anyway. Exactly. So they have 25 hangers each. If I bring something new in and it needs to be hung, something has to go. I love it. Okay. So every time you're buying something, you're thinking, okay, am I ready to like replace something else? Because chances are they don't need another sweater. Right. So if I'm going to bring one in, one has got to get donated. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So 25 hangers. So I actually did do that with my oldest daughter. Um, and now I'm going into summer and I'm thinking about this is the time of year where I end up buying way too much stuff. Cause it's also cute. It's all so cute. Um, and so I've been reading about like capsule wardrobes. Have you heard of this concept? Yes. Like just creating like a number of items that you need. Um, in each category, like short shirts, dresses, and filling all those slots and then getting those things. And then that's it. That's for the season. That's for the season. And I, I think, on, especially with baby Violet, I'm going to be doing that because it's so exciting like to buy her all these cute little baby yes. clothes. And then by the end of the season, she will have outgrown them <laughs> she all. She can't fit into any of yes. it. I don't even know. Like, it's just, um, it's too much stuff. So that's one of the ways. I've also 
tried that been trying this new rule with myself where when I see something that I really love that I didn't even think I needed before I saw it, I throw like a week at it. Yes. Um, because I often forget, I've noticed like I, I was ordering stuff online and I was forgetting what I ordered, which so many of us can relate to. And we get this package and we're like, what even is this? I don't even remember what Amazon ordered. This I don't remember what it is. And so it's like, if I didn't remember buying it, I clearly didn't really need it that badly or want it that badly. It was just something I wanted in the moment. So if I throw a week at it and I still really want that thing you know you really want then it. I know that I really want so I keep a list on my phone okay you keep a list on your phone I'll show you I am um, I love it I know I wish we had visuals I'm gonna have to start doing video with some of these I have interviews a, this is my very short list okay love it okay Tori Birch I'm saying I can't any pearl here. sandal oh gorgeous um there's a <laughs> like a deep puffing mask I want to try there's um a t-shirt from Everlane like just things yeah like things that, that are piling up in your mind. And so I'll just make a list and every once in a while I go through the list and I'm like, Oh, I wonder if that's on sale and I'll hop over and like check on it. I love that. I've, yeah, I love that. I've Sometimes been doing it's sold out and I'm like, Oh, I guess I didn't want it that bad. I'm really not even disappointed. Yeah. You're so not I even just kind of keep this list and it's sometimes I'll make the list. And I'm like, why are there three pairs of identical sandals on here? Uh, uh-uh. yeah. Like doesn't, doesn't need to be that way. So I like to keep a list and just once in a while go check on those things and yeah, I I totally I've been doing that lately too and it's been such I've saved so much money. Yeah. Last night I went to go buy something like it was full price on anthropology.com and I I was like, "You know what? There was some sale this weekend that I missed. I'm just going to wait." And this morning I went and looked again and it was 40% off. Oh, there you go. I waited one night. That's like, all you have to do. If you can just wait and not get We all feel like we need something right away because that's like the world that we live in, but I love the idea of having that list and like I don't need it right now. So I can go back and maybe I can get it with, if it's on sale, if I still even want it. Or, or in honestly, sometimes I'll wait long enough that I'll go back. I'm like, I don't even want that anymore. Yeah. And I take it off the list. Like, I've, so rodeo yeah. has started and I'm like, oh, I have these boots. I want a cute new dress right. to wear with these boots when we go to rodeo on Saturday. And then I was like, looking through my closet, I'm like, I have a hundred dresses. Yeah. There's stuff I'm there. I'm sure one of these will fit the bill. I think we get into feeling like we need a new something for every for occasion. Everything. Yeah. We re- and, and those are the things when I buy things for an occasion, I never wear that thing again. I know. It's always that stuff. When I go to Target and I'm like, oh, I need something for this like right now. Mm-hmm. I never wear that thing again. It's not something that I really wanted. And then we end up with a closet full of things that we don't even really wear or like yeah. or love. And so I try one of the things that makes getting dressed easy in the morning. Yeah. I'll say this. It's having a closet full of things you love. Yeah. You and just that can... you know you're going to wear. Right. Things you've thought about. Things that fit you perfectly. Things that are practical for your life. Exactly. It makes it really easy to get dressed in the morning. And fun when you're like mindful about the stuff that's in there. It's yes. not just crap. It doesn't feel so overwhelming to throw some mascara on and go put on you know, jeans and a cute top because you've got them and you picked them out and you they're loved right them there. and they're right there. Yeah. And then that somehow has this transformative effect. It really Where does. you get up and you're with your kids in the morning, but you are energized and you're positive and you're ready for the day. Yeah. Stuff's going to happen throughout the day and you don't have control over that, but at least that you had control you're over. You're dressed for it. And you started your day right. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference. It really does. I think. It so makes the- a huge difference for me. I get so much done when I have real, I'm going to say real in quotations, clothes on. No, it's true. I feel better about everything else and it makes it easier to take on the day. So the 25 hangers, that's one of my favorite recommendations you've ever made. Clean out your closet, like clean out the stuff that you're looking at, like do it, do it when you're looking at it. What are some of your other favorite little tricks? Well, we do a quarterly playroom purge. 
Okay. Quarterly. So like four times a year. Four times a year. Um, And we just go through and take out any, like stuff gets broken. Or yeah, missing pieces. Craft supplies get Mm -hmm. used up. Like it's a great chance to like reassess. Are we out of paint? Do Uh we need more crayons? Are we out of construction paper? But also there are toys. Like my playroom has undergone a huge transformation lately because my baby is three now. Oh. And a lot of the toys she was playing with, she's too big for. Yeah. She's she's not not stacking blocks anymore. Right. You know, she is playing with baby dolls now. Yeah. And, you know, building forts with her sister. So we got, we went, we actually, we used to have these big two toy chests. We only have one now. We got rid of so many toys. And when they have fewer toys, they actually play with them more. We took a whole toy chest out. And like this morning they were making a den. They were baby lions and they were making a den. And they're happier with less stuff. And so that's something that is really important to me. I want to make sure that we're not accumulating a lot of stuff we don't need. Right. Um, And so we do a quarterly toy purge and I've started to include my oldest daughter in it. And it's hard for them. Yeah. Even if they haven't played with a toy for a while, it's hard to see it go. They don't want to say goodbye. And so we've, you know, it's a, it's an opportunity for us to keep revisiting with her. Like there are people who don't have toys. This is why yeah. we're doing this. Right. It's a beautiful thing to teach them. And even though it's difficult, it's And there, I mean, important. don't get me wrong. There are tears. Yeah. You know, oh, that's so special I haven't to gotten me. to that age that's yet, so but I'm just me. listening. Yeah. But yes. And so that's like, that keeps the toy situation under control. Yeah. And like I, especially this time of year, I try to kick my kids outside as much as possible. Yeah. We have like a fenced in backyard and I'm like, go out. That's go the outside. best. Go outside and play. We yeah. get, you know, give them a box and tell them to go fill it with treasures. We got these little treasure boxes at the target dollar spot and they go fill it with flowers and rocks. Then we made a fairy garden outside. And it is amazing how simple it can be. They don't need a lot. Yeah. It's just us. I think we really like oh giving. <laughs> it's like the first year or two of parenting. It's so fun to give them things yeah. and to see their reaction. Yeah. But I will tell you, one of the things that has given me more joy than gift giving is my oldest daughter and I started planting flowers together. Oh my goodness. And it's so special. I've seen you with the, there's like seeds at the, the dollar spot you've been kits. showing me. Yeah. I mean, my laundry room is covered in grow kits right now. There's just little plants. There are little plants everywhere. And I, my husband's going to make her a little gardening bench for outside so we can move these plant babies outside. But that time for us together yeah. has given me more joy than gifting her something that she discards after a couple of right. times playing with it. And she has so much fun every day going in to water them and check to see if they've sprouted. She's like, oh, hello, my little seedlings. And she goes to like, and she takes care of and them. And she takes care of them. And now my three-year-old is watching her and she's like, oh, hi, little babies. And like, it's just, it's become some, and I'm not an outdoor person. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't like to camp or I don't really like to hike. I don't, <laughs> but I I'm totally not a lover of the great outdoors, but those times that we spend like kind of reconnecting with the simple things have been some of my favorite times. I'm like, now I get why my mom wanted me to garden with her because it's just, I totally get it. It's like there's, it's this quiet time to just connect and be with each other. And they love it. Yeah. They really do. And they're learning. Mm -hmm. And she'll like now my seven year old, she sticks her finger in the soil. She's like, "Mm, it's still moist. We don't need to water it. She knows. She knows. Like she's learning. That's awesome. And so that has been the thing that I have been trying to be more intentional about. Yeah. Is how do we spend time together instead of stuff? And, you know, tonight she's like, can we have a family game night? And I'm like, yes, because Uno, she loves Uno. 
I've seen you guys playing Uno. Uno takes up no space in your house. No. <laughs> and right? it's fun. And I love the idea of family. We have all these games for like fit. We're so ready. Like our oldest is three and a half. You guys are going to have like, so much fun. We're like playing Scrabble together when the kids go to sleep. And I'm just like, I am so ready like for the kids to be able to be in on this. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of one of the things that I have done is I try not to have too much stuff because it also forces my hand. Like sometimes I get busy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody about... All my kids, you know, my kids are sitting right there and I'm on my phone. Right. You know, checking Instagram or replying to an email. You know, if I get an email from a customer, I feel like I have to reply to it immediately. Yeah. I'm as guilty as anybody of that. But if they don't have stuff to like entertain them where I'm like, can I can go shoo shoo, go, go play with your toys. I have to put my phone down. Right. I have to be more present. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of a challenge to myself too. Like we're not going to have all this stuff around. I mean, they have more than enough, but we're not going to get too deep into that. We're going to spend time together. Actually relating to one one another. And I have to do a better job of compartmentalizing work time and family oh, time. Because yeah. when you work at home, the the line... It blurs. It blurs constantly. That is one of the hardest things, I think, for me to organize is, okay, this is my time without my phone with my kids. And this is the time without it. Because since we have a phone, we're always connected. Yeah. I mean, I, it's I have our noticed for like, our kids. Like we it want is. it there to take pictures of our kids when they yeah. do something cute. Or... But if it's around me, I end up using it for like a million other things. I have noticed like when by the, from the time I pick up my daughter Selma to the time where everybody goes to sleep, that's usually my time without my phone. So like the late, late afternoon and the evening mm-hmm. and then the weekends, I'm not really like on social media very much. Do you check that timer thing on Instagram? The timer thing? That tells you how much time you've spent oh, on Instagram. Oh, I just can see how much time I've spent on my phone. But now that I know there's one for Instagram, I, have to see I don't want to know. If I can find it. Okay. So my daily average. Oh, oh, an hour and 23 minutes. That doesn't actually, I feel like considering everything you do, that's like really good. So no? I try to keep it under 90 minutes. Okay. A day. That's like, because that's... A, that's awesome because you deliver so much like quality content, but that you're only doing it in less than 90 minutes. Well, it's a real effort. Like I could get on there and talk yeah. to you guys. Like, I'm not kidding. I have new trash bags. I cannot wait to talk about. Yeah. They have handles and I am just so bummed. But that's your <laughs> these trash bags. Yeah. I could get on and talk okay, about wait, trash so bags. Okay, wait. Tell me about these damn five minutes. Tell me about these trash bags. What trash bags are these? They're called, you're going to laugh. They're called hippo sacks. Hippo sacks. Do we order them online? We order them on Amazon and they're okay. all like recycled. Uh, material. material. So when you throw them out, they like but we biodegrade. Need huge trash bags for the Willow Crown Studio. Okay, we go, we have a ton of trash. Yeah, and I love that they have handles. Oh, it amazing. makes pulling the trash up out of these big trash cans and taking it out every two days. Oh much, my god, much easier. Yeah, and I like can't wait to talk to people about these trash bags. I could talk about them for ninety minutes on my Instagram, but I'm trying to limit. I love it how much how much you do it but that I makes the, I think the stuff that you do it's so much like it's of a higher quality well you have to that. prioritize we can't talk about trash bags all the time yeah but yeah I'm you know. shocked <laughs> that that's the amount of time I thought you were going to show me like four and a half hours or something because uh, as a viewer like it looks like that's what it would take to do all the things that you do in a good way well that's good yeah I'm glad to hear that yeah but that's amazing but I think we feel too like we spend a lot more time yeah 
And so I'm like, okay, that is the goal. That is the limit. Like there are like, cause we mindlessly scroll. No, we do. And honestly, I don't think I have paid attention to the way that I feel like the way that my mind, my body feels when I'm doing that. And it's never good. It's like never really. And there's people whose lives I know so much about that. I don't really, I don't no. know why. <laughs> um, I don't really need to know anything. And like, I spend so much of my time learning about things that aren't helping me. Um, things that I don't need to spend my time looking at. Do you ever Instagram purge? Yes. And follow people? Yes. I do that. It is so, it is vitally important to mental health. I unfollow people I know in real life. Yeah. I that's the worst. good for you. I actually usually it's just like hide their hide updates, or, yeah. but I think, I mean, we have to do that. I found recently, like I was following somebody and every time I watched something, I felt like I had nothing nice to say. Yeah. Honestly. So if it's bringing that and up in I was you, like, I can't, I cannot participate in this. Right. So I had to, I had to be done. And I think we have to kind of call our social media the way we would call the toys in our playroom. Right. Or the clothes in our closet. I mean, or if it's making you, so there's a lot of stuff out there that looks like it's happy and great and positive, but like if it makes you feel bad. I mean, I'm not, bye. there are parts of me that are not great. Like, like I had an inclination to say things about somebody that wasn't nice. And I was like, no, I, I have to be better than that. I have to stop that. Well, it's good to take that kind of out of the equation. But like, again, like if you're trying to build this life, you know, right. we talk about loving our lives yeah. and having positive lives. Like we have to, what are you staring at every single day? Right. And we have to walk the walk, Yeah, you know, like we have to actually do it. We tell our kids, like, if you don't like playing with that person, you don't have to. You have to be kind, but you do not have to play with that person. Why are we not applying that to our own to lives? our own lives? Well, I love that you put in the work to doing that, and I really, really appreciate and value that about you because that's that I wanted of, to say something mean about. Somebody. Well, no, I mean, come on, you're human. I mean, I, my gosh, I think all of us can relate to that. Like, and then we don't, we keep following those people because it's like, okay, what are they doing we now? We do though, and it's it's not, it's toxic. Yeah, it is. It's not good for us, but we don't really want to admit that. Like I was actually talking to somebody the other day about like the wine culture in our society that like it's become completely socially acceptable to just like have all these problems and like drink them away and like never want to do anything about them. And go on social media and complain about them. And complain about them. And like that's actually more the norm. Like because I don't feel like I fit into that, I actually feel like outside of the norm. And I was talking to my friend about how that like really frustrates me. Like I'm not somebody who can just say like, oh, everything sucked today. And I'm going to like drink it away and then I can relate to everybody else who's doing the same thing. Like I actually want my life to be better. And that requires a lot of work. It requires a lot of work. And it's not, it's not something, it's like less common. And that doesn't mean that it's impossible. It just means that it's not what everybody else is doing anymore. But I love, it's so refreshing to see like somebody who wakes up and actually like, this is my life. Somebody actually came up to me right before we recorded this podcast, um, in the offices of CKO where we are. And they said, you know, I've always wanted to tell you this, but I, I was wondering like, where do you get your energy from? You're always so positive. And I wanted to say, I think I was born that way, but what actually came out of my mouth was I'm acutely aware of how finite our time here is. Yeah. I don't feel like we really have forever. Um, and I think having kids really contributed to that. Yes. And he said, you know, you have kids, like, why aren't you just drained? And I said, actually, they show me every day, like time flies. It's true. And I don't you think too, like we're parents, we're tired. Yeah. And I was talking to my husband about this. We were talking about like, I think we, there's this temptation to live in increments. Like, well, I'll have more energy when the baby sleeps through the night. 
or I will have more energy when? once my kids go to elementary school. But what I have learned now that I have a kid who's going up in elementary school is the bigger our kids are, the bigger their problems are. I have heard this. And I'm so, and it makes me very acutely, as you said, aware and grateful of how tiny their yeah. little problems are and how I'm a parent. This is basically like a 20, not 20 year, 60 year sentence of fatigue yeah. because Maybe I'm tired now because I have a kid who's up in the night. And when they're in college, I will be up in the night. Yeah. I will be Wondering. worried. <laughs> like we are parents. We are going to be tired. Yeah. And it's almost just like you have to, st- I have stopped using that as an I had to accept it to be down. On. Yeah. I'm like, I'm tired. Yep. And I'm still going to have an awesome day. It yeah. It's not a perfect system. Everybody's allowed a bad day. But I, and I have people, you know, we talked about this last time. I have people in my life who are so positive yeah. and that positivity rubs off on you. And you get excited about the day in your life. And it's like my husband too, like he will have a terrible night's sleep or something. And he doesn't wake up and say, I just can't go to work today. I can't do it. Yeah. He just goes and he just does it. And he comes home and he's like, Hey, how are you? I love you. I missed you. Hope you had a great day. Like there's a positivity and it, it carries forward. Yeah. It is manifesting. And so I'm like, I'm a parent. I'm tired. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm also not because there's so many things to be excited about right now. Yeah. And you have to just accept. I mean, I think the, the, when the exhaustion first hits you, when you become a parent, it's like, Oh, oh newborn stage. Is my like God. Whole... Like, yeah. Don't listen to this. If you're don't, going through that. If you're that. a newborn mom, none of this applies. None of this applies at all. Um, but once like you get through that and you realize like things are never going to be the way that they were before. Mm. They're never, I'm never going to be like normal the way that I once was, but this is my new lot. This yes. is where I am. Yes. And I need to like, okay, I'm never going to get those beautiful nine straight hours of no, sleep again. You, you have to I embrace to. where you are yeah. and build a life you love. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that there aren't sick family members or struggles with kids or, you know, challenges in marriages or whatever it is, like life is going to happen. Yeah. But I, I just have never wanted to feel like a victim of life. I've always just wanted to, can, maybe I'm a control freak, but control the other parts that I can control and make those parts wonderful. Yeah. Well, that has made the rest of your life. I think, I think when you do that, when you, when you take control of what you can, the things that you can't control, they're easier, I think. Well, you know, we talked so much last time about emotional bandwidth. Yeah. I have to leave my emotional bandwidth available for the big things. Right. I have to. You can't let them get taken up by the messy car. I can't let my emotional bandwidth be eaten up with frustration because we couldn't find shoes or we argued about what to wear or, you know, the dog had an accident on the rug again. Again. You know, like. You guys have a new dog. We have a new puppy. watching that. We have a puppy. And. I just can't let my emotional bandwidth be eaten up with that stuff because none of it really matters. It doesn't. So I take the steps I can to make those parts as smooth as possible. And then I have the ability to emotionally grapple with the big things. The big things that really matter. And it seems like you have a lot of fun like organizing those little things. Like you have a countertop like thing tray (laughs) I've seen where you put like snacks for the week. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. And I think too, like I spend a lot of time in my home. Yeah. I want to love my home. You want to love it. And so I, I like to do those little things and. So, okay. Before, before we have to go, what's one more of your favorite? So you do the quarterly playroom clean out the 25 hangers. What's your next favorite gem for organizing or anything, anything. 
you could do one for organizing, one for anything. I, I could listen to you share these things all day. <laughs> People are probably like, oh my gosh, is she done talking yet? No. Um, no, keep going. We love it. I, gosh, this is so tricky. How long am I allowed to have a silent pause for? On you can this? <laughs> keep going. It's refreshing. Honestly, I think the biggest thing for me is just, I keep, I, you know, I keep coming back to my husband. Yeah. I keep coming back to him. Like I keep thinking about the things in my life, the organization, even though he's a slob that I'm just going to put. That well, out I there. love that you say he's that though, because I think many would assume otherwise, but his influence, I mean, it trickles in the most absolutely positive way into all of these things. Like he just loves who he is. He loves our life. And he has just encouraged me to embrace that. And so I love to organize. So I organize, you know, I love to match my kids. So I match my kids. Like I think just living unapologetically who you are and, but always being aware that you're not a perfect person and how can you make yourself better? Yeah. You know, he has just taught me. I mean, we've been together. Actually, technically, our first date was in seventh grade. Oh, my um, God. But we have been together together for 15 years. Um, it's incredible. That's so it's, beautiful. And it's amazing to find two friends that love you for who you are. Yeah. You know, and they might, like, tease me a little bit. Like, oh, you spent your whole weekend <laughs> folding things perfectly in a drawer. And it made you happy. And it made me happy. You know, um, yeah. I think just... I just have organization is just really a tool to help create this life that I love. Yeah. It helps make things a little bit smoother so that I cannot be, you know, ruffled by the the little tantrums. Like both my kids cried basically all morning today for various reasons. But, and that's so tempting to let that get you down and be, and like for my husband to call me and say, how's your morning? And it's so tempting to have the first words out of your mouth be, Oh my God, the kids cried all day. Instead to just be like, the girls had a little bit of a hard morning, but I'm going to go do this fun podcast. Yeah. My coffee was perfectly made at Starbucks this morning, whatever. Just to try to find those positive things. And to know that we're all, I mean, even, even when we're organized to every degree that we can be like, our kids are still going to have meltdowns and they're still going to be hard mornings. Yeah. They're going to be kids and we have to give them permission to be kids. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, I think I took like a, a really hard plastic ball to the temple this morning <laughs> because they were fighting over it during the fort making and I was an innocent bystander and, then, and there you were and there I was but it's still a good day do they go to school together now? no okay because you still so, have one at home right? I have one at home she goes to like a little mother's morning out okay a couple of days a week that allows me to come do you know fun things yeah. like this but she's I mean she's my sidekick she's with me way more than she's not that's awesome. That's probably like taught her so much about going with the flow. <laughs> she is m- for sure my more yeah laid back. Both my gosh, both my kids just are so like my husband. I, I swear I was involved in That's them. That's so funny. I swear I was involved in making them. We have like more one of each. Like one of them's like my oldest personality is so similar to my husband and my youngest is so similar I've to mine. I heard that's really common. Like yeah. that your first is like a paternity test. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yes. And I think that's biological. It is. It's supposed yeah. to be like so that men would recognize would their know. children. Mm-hmm. So I have found that to be extremely true. Yeah. Um, 
I That's just, awesome. These kids, I don't know. I love them. I really could get your advice all day. And what I love so much is that you share it so <laughs> openly and generously. I'm a sharer by nature. Probably an oversharer, but no, I love it. There we are. And so if you're not already following Megan, you can follow her on Instagram at Willow Crowns and you can get just, I mean, I love like this little window that I have into your life and so many things that you've said and shared have really impacted me. And I'm just oh, so, so grateful and to be able to share it with everyone listening today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's awesome. Thank you for coming. <laughs> um, you've been listening to Look Ma No Hands. And thank you again for joining us. That was Megan Burkle, the founder of Willow Crowns. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Look Ma No Hands. I'm Laura Max Rose, and you can follow me on Instagram at Laura Max Rose to stay up to date on upcoming episodes and the behind the scenes of my life with my own two daughters. If you like this episode and are enjoying Look Ma No Hands, the best way you can help me spread the word is to leave a review on Apple Podcast. This is the single best way to help me reach a larger audience and share these conversations with everyone who needs to hear them. If you love something you just heard, you can also take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media. There might be someone you know who needs to hear what you just heard, and that's another great way to make sure they do. Thank you for joining me every week. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. More next time. Mom, 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 mom.